What's up, Whisper Nation? And welcome back to the channel. Welcome to the show. We are the Fantasy Whispers. I am Johnny Game Time. You find me on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. I'll be joined in just a second by the host of the show, my big friend, Big Travi, my main man, Big Travi. We're going to be talking these guys that you are going to want to make sure you either try to trade for right now, try to trade them away, or you try to do some wheels and deals to get some things done. We're going to let you know who those players are in this episode, as well as drop a couple of matchups this weekend for wide receivers that you're going to either want to temper your expectations for or make sure you throw them in your lineup if you got them because they are in a smash spot, a mega boss day. We'll talk about all that and more right here on the Fantasy Whispers. Right here. That's right, Whisper Nation. Like Johnny said, we're going to be talking about some guys you can trade for, you can trade away, some targets for you. We're going to talk about cornerback matchups, and we're going to be talking about all those topics heading into week eight as well. We've got some news and notes to go over as well. Uh, but if you like that fresh fantasy football content and you want more of it, consider subscribing on the YouTube channel and giving this and other videos a like on your way in. And it is time to welcome you all the way in, Whisper Nation. My name is Big Trav. You can find me on Twitter at BigTravTFW, as Johnny said. He is joining me today, and you can find him on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. What is good, my brother? It's Wednesday, dude. It is trade day. Waivers went through. Let us know in the comments if you're joining us live right now who you got on waivers. Let us know. Did you get any Treadwell? I got or any Gainwell? I got I got some Gainwell. I I got uh, any other any any big names, exciting names that you were able to land, Big Travi. Waiver yeah, wire? I um I had Lamar Jackson in a couple leagues, wanted to get Carson Wentz, was able to land him in a couple leagues there. Uh, leagues that I was struggling at quarterback in, too, as well. I was able to land Wentz, and I really like Wentz's at least next three games. He sets up really nicely. He's had a nice floor over the last couple weeks, and as his ankles heal up, we get T.Y. Hilton and maybe Pittman back together. That could be boy T.Y. upside here. Um, so we'll see how long T.Y. stays in the lineup, but he yeah. looks like he might be coming back this week. So just a lot of stuff uh, it, out on waivers that we love. We love everybody here in Whisper Nation. Mr. Miyagi, Jay Rain, Eli, Harry Wolf. Welcome in, guys. We will be getting to all your questions, as we always do, towards the end of the show. But first, excuse me, we're going to get into, oh, Z in oh, the chat. Z What's coming on, in. Z? What's How's up, Z? First, we're going to work through some of these guys to trade for, trade away. We're going to do some news and notes, cornerback, wide receiver matchups that we like and don't like this week. And then, of course, we will get to those questions. If you want to skip all of that and have a sellout and get to your question right now, you can hit that super chat button and donate to the show. Help us keep the lights on around here, and we will answer that question immediately. Otherwise... Harry, we see your question. We will get to it towards the end of the show. Keep rocking with us. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe, and uh, and you know we'll we'll keep rocking with you. But Johnny, before that, before all the good stuff, I need to Whoa. remind Whisper Nation about Underdog Fantasy and tell them about this epic deal they have. First of all, Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy football for big cash prizes. They have player prop bets like over-under on touchdowns, receiving yardage, rushing totals, and more. And with all this information we give you each and every day over here on the Fantasy Whispers, we're going to help you build the best bet slips each and every week. But that's not all. When you go to underdogfantasy.com, Johnny, or download the app right now, you'll get a 100% deposit match of up to $100 when you use the promo code TFW. What? That's underdogfantasy.com. Download the app. Use the promo code TFW for up to $100 in matched money 
for your first deposit. That's TFW for $100. We love it. Wow. Yeah, that's a great deal. Amazing deal. Make sure you got way. We we do uh, some draft games on there. It's a great, great platform. We enjoy it. So head on over there, sign up, and you'll be able to play with us. We've got some content coming out in Absolutely. regards to in in regards to underdog. So make sure you get that. Use that promo code. Help us out here at the channel. Win yourself some money. We'll help you win some money. It's all good. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to jump into the show. Of course, this is about trading for and trading away players. Buy low, sell high. Z had an interesting tweet earlier today uh, about buying low and selling high, and there's a little bit too much of that culture. But we know that you're tempted to go and trade and trade for and trade away. We got to pander kind of to the audience here. But we understand what that means. We understand that we need to look at players who are trending up, trending down, and take a look at that and say, okay, if you're going to trade, here are some guys. So we're going to get into that. But first, we're going to talk um, about uh, we're going to talk about some news and notes around the league. And first of all, this isn't a huge deal, but Mike White is going to start for the Jets versus the Bengals. We knew that they traded for Joe Flacco. Um, Flacco is not going to start the elite. Joe so he's Flacco not elite. Not yeah, he will not. You start trade for week. him, and he's not elite unbelievable yeah this week he <laughs> this week he's not elite maybe next no. week uh we're maybe gonna move next on week. so again fire up your cincinnati Bengals against the jets as we hottest waiver stream defense hey. that we have this week uh, how real talk like do you think joe flacco was really bummed about going back to the jets like he's he had it like getting that call had been terrible right i mean it's not like philly is that much better than the jets right fair now. point and at least it uh, wasn't back to adam gase that would get a chance to play so yeah. he's got to be excited about that. Uh, to maybe, maybe you're excited to play if you're Joe Flacco. I don't know. So maybe desig- he, was, he was probably uh, enjoying that bench. Maybe that paycheck. The Texans have designated. Speaking of bench and coming back from it, the Texans have designated Tyrod Taylor, his hand with his hamstring to return off injured reserve, and his practice window is now up open. So his Sunday status is up in the air, but Tyrod is getting closer here. Johnny, uh, good news for some of the weapons over in in Houston. Absolutely. Uh, you love this fact. Hey, uh, we should probably go check to see if he's available on uh, in the listener league. Love to pick him up with the stuff that we've been having to deal with lately. Uh, oh, but yeah, yeah, you should do is, that right now. Actually, yeah, is, yeah, you yeah, should go do that. No, I'm going to do uh, that live right now. Immediately. You're whatever. We're doing uh, it live. ribs is back at practice Wednesday. So that's what you like to see. However, Antonio Brown like that. was spotted with a crutch at Bucks practice. So it doesn't look like he is. Oh, looking no. as likely to come back uh, as Gronk. I would actually maybe put Gronk as a little bit more confident to come back here uh, this week than I would AB. So adjust accordingly. Continue to monitor that. Obviously, we have Thursday and Friday still. It's only Wednesday. This is kind of the maintenance day for veterans. So let's take a look at how this progresses and then stick with us on both Thursday and uh, on tomorrow's show where we'll be going live for the Thursday night matchup. And then Friday's show is the news and nuggets, the injury update show. So make sure you are subscribed to the channel and you have your notifications on so you can be updated as well. Johnny Baker Mayfield has not ruled out playing versus Pittsburgh this weekend. I doubt he plays. Yeah. yeah he's, uh, he, I love how, Oh, Baker has not ruled it out. Like, yeah, well they're going like, to, uh, yeah, they're going to rule you out. Like uh, his thing, do you hear He has to get this healed before he even plays. So I yeah. don't think, you know, it was a fracture in his like uh shoulder. 
Yeah, so, the upper dorsimus is connected to the lower latimus. It's, it's boring, but it's, it's my it's, life. Yeah, it's boring. We don't want to bore you with the details here, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, I, yeah, that's concerning. Uh, okay, so Barkley, Shepard, Tony, Galladay, all iffy for Monday Night Football. I would imagine all these guys sit, and we're going to be rolling with a Darius Slayton, who was a hot waiver ad, a Dante Pettis, who was a fringe waiver ad, and mm-hmm. Evan Ingram who multiple teams are now expressing interest in Evan Ingram. So remember, next Tuesday is the trade deadline. A lot of big names to look at. Now Evan Ingram, uh, Marlon Mack, and of course Deshaun Watson. And sources are telling us that the owner, David Tepper of the Panthers, is not expected to pursue Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson at this time. And the QB has only waived his no-trade clause for the Dolphins. So continue to watch the Dolphins as they pursue uh our guy Deshaun Watson on Tuesday is the is the final day uh, Next, for that to happen. Yeah, Next on uh, what's interesting about it, Travis? A co- well, a couple of things. Um, Deshaun has only waived his rights, his trade rights to be traded to Miami right now. There's no other team he's willing or said that he would be willing to waive those trade rights for other than Miami. Now, of course, that will change or could change instantly if another team seems interested and he wants to play. Uh, The second part of this is that it is coming out this morning. um, uh, Roger Goodell and the NFL commissioner office came out and uh, it was reported that they are not going to, uh, or they have reported that they're not going to put Deshaun Watson on the uh, commissioner exempt list, even if he gets at traded this time. At, no, this at, time at this because time because of how that's reported. Right. Because so, they said it is an active investigation right. and they, there's nothing to, it's a little uh, laughable because what Goodell said was that it was an active investigation and they understand that the legal process isn't ongoing and they really respect that legal process. Yeah. However, they have never the first time ever. Yeah. For the first time ever, they're respecting the legal process. It's, it remains to be seen if he is actually traded, what the NFL will do at that point, because then you're going to get a fan base activated in either saying they're not for this or they're against it. And we'll see now in the past, yeah. They have done this um, and kind of it hasn't mattered, but we will see how it works out. Continue to stash Deshaun Watson, see what happens Tuesday. And if he doesn't get traded, then, you know, you can kind of uh, move on from that stash, that that Mm -hmm. lottery uh, pick there. All right. uh, Last piece of news. And this is a big one for Thursday night and we'll know more. But MVS is expected to play. It's been reported now that he will play. (laughs) I'm going to talk to you later about how. I wanted to pick up MVS, Alan Lazard, and some of these wide receivers. I'm going to talk to you later how I don't think that's the way that Green Bay will attack the Cardinals, and I think you should temper expectations, but that's a little teaser. We're going to get into the show, and it's time for the meat and the potatoes of the show, Johnny. It's a buy low, sell high segment. It's trade for, trade away. Johnny, I want you to start us off here with your buy low because that's the really exciting stuff. Who can we go target for a big second half, a guy that can really boost you for that playoff run? I love this segment, Travis, and I love talking about this player that we're going to we were we were high on him coming into the season. We said there's a potential that he could lead this team in targets. And then what do we get through the first half of the season? We found that or we got his actual counterpart has just been absolutely setting the fantasy world and the fantasy community on fire. I'm talking about none other than T Higgins. And of course, we know uh, his, his uh, you know, Jamar Chase has just been lighting up the fantasy community uh, so far this season. But 
I'm telling you right now is the perfect opportunity to go after T. Higgins. One, because Jamar Chase is having such an amazing season so far that T. Higgins is kind of looking like the wide receiver that's being kind of put to the to the side. People aren't respecting what T. Higgins is actually putting on the field. Look, 20%, 22%, and 43% target shares since returning back, Travis, from that shoulder injuries with the Bengals passing volume picking up. And it's gaining some steam, some real good steam with Joe Burrow. Now is, the time, now is the time to go and target T. Higgins, who is a wide receiver three right now, who ranks outside of the top 50. He will not fish, finish that way rest of season. First two weeks, he averaged 83% snap share. Since coming back, Travis, he's only seen a snap share uh, around 70% once, or above 70% once. So he's not fully back yet. However... In three out of the five games that he's played this season, he's had four receptions and at least 58 receiving yards. So that's a really safe floor of 10 fantasy points in PPR. And then again, the upside last week, 15 targets, despite only playing 67% of the snap share there in Cincy, Travis, upcoming games, Jets, Cleveland. Then they get a bye, Las Vegas, Pittsburgh, LA Chargers, San Francisco, those aren't teams that you're necessarily terrified of. Well, the Chargers are a bad one, but other than that, I think yeah. yeah other than right. that, you can you can throw on yeah exactly. Other than that, you can throw on these guys. And so T Higgins is a guy that I you can go out right now get super. Uh, it, he's he's not expensive, and because he's coming off the injury, he's not getting these mega ball stays. But it they're coming. They're I'm telling coming. you, yeah, they're coming. Targets, man. That's the big one for me. If he can get that kind of volume, this offense continues to go more pass heavy. We've seen it. And we'll talk a little bit on the matchup show, which you can get on all podcast platforms about what that means for Joe Mixon. I almost put Joe Mixon as a sell high today, but we'll talk a little bit more about other Ooh. players. Um Mr. Miyagi has a relevant question here, though. Tony or Higgins rest of season, maybe as a oh. stash this week. How would you go with it? I'll tell you right now, it's Higgins for me, and it's it's not necessarily close because we've seen Higgins do this already in the NFL. We haven't seen Tony really do it other than one game. And Higgins is part of an offense I trust a whole lot more right now than the Giants, and he doesn't have the injury risk right now. Yeah. So I think for me, it's Higgins. Like There's just too much working towards Higgins. Now, if Tony was healthy, I think this would be a harder question. But right now, with Higgins uh, healthy and, and rocking and rolling, I would go with that. I All do right, my love buy, Tony, but yeah, I, I agree with your logic there, but I do my like by low here. Johnny is your boy, Chase Edmonds. Um, oh, and I, I think it's in the because, back on the show. Yeah, I think it's because it's a situation here where he's kind of finally put the shoulder behind him. Mm-hmm. He's seen 23 percent and then 11 percent of the rushing market share in weeks five and six. And then he that boosted way up to 43 percent of the uh, market share in week seven, his highest of the season. Those 15 carries were not only his highest of the season, but five more than Connor had in that game against Houston. He still has 15% target market share in this elite offense. It's a top five offense in scoring right now. Um, he's yet to receive a touch, get a receiving touchdown, and he's got five red zone targets on the year. That ranks third on the team, so we love that. They're still using him in the red zone. So, yes, Connor dominates carries inside the five, but Edmund still does have nine carries inside the 20. So they are completely going a- away from him in the red area of the field. And I just think right now, with the shoulder injury behind him, he didn't score last week, so he's not going to be high up. Go get this deal done before Thursday night against the Packers and get yourself, because I think they're top 10 in receptions allowed to running backs. So this is going to be a good spot for him. 
um, because I think they're really going to use him in this game. And plus, if he continues to get more of the rushing market share and yeah. continues to be effective with that, uh, we can actually see more of a changing of the guard here. And yes, you could see something where, you know, James Conner becomes a rich man's uh, uh, Jordan Howard with the Dolphins, where he just comes in and plunges in for a touchdown. And I really think that's something that could uh, that could really benefit you or if you're a Chase Edmonds owner. So go and snag Chase Edmonds if you can buy him low right now. Absolutely. I love this. We keep getting hit up because uh, people are concerned about Chase Edmonds because he's not exploding. He hasn't gotten a touchdown yet, which I think is going to change going forward. They really do like Chase Edmonds. And then you also you talk about um, this offense, Travis. People don't realize. But once again, for the fourth year now or the, the sorry, excuse me, the third year in a row, the Arizona Cardinals are top seven in rushing offense in the NFL. You want a piece of that and you want to get you want a piece of that. Piece. You want a piece of that? You won't. Uh, and and so, again, I think moving forward, you're going to start seeing as some of these games get a little bit tighter for the Cardinals, you're going to be seeing more and more of Chase. Uh, so I, I do agree with this one. He's so right. solid. Before we move on to the buy low oh, or no. the sell highs here, we have some A-B news. Oh, Mr. Miyagi God. is helping us break right here. Uh, Arian's saying it could be a long term. And here's the actual uh, update here. It says, speaking Wednesday, Coach Bruce Arian said Antonio Brown ankle is dealing with a sprain near his heel. And it could be more of a long term injury. So continue to monitor this. He's on what a crutch right now. Who knows? They haven't put him on IR yet, so that's still uh, a promising yeah, sign. We'll, we'll see if that happens either. this week. Uh, we'll see. That's what concerning. Happens. What's I mean, also is concerning is that he apparently injured that, you know, in the second or third quarter of that game, and then came out and played on it again and scored a tutty. It's like, what? <laughs> Sit out, buddy. Rest yeah. up. Heal up. Get it? Heal. Uh, all right. So let's move on here to the buy or to what the sell ends? high targets. My sell high target, and this one could actually come back to burn me. The Debo Ooh. Samuel one, which I will apologize for later, is also uh, burning me a little bit here. But I, st I still think that Cortland Sutton is a sell high candidate, Johnny. He's been incredible. Don't get me wrong. He's the wide receiver 17 in PPR over his last three. He's averaged uh, last three games. He's averaged 10 targets, seven catches, 90 yards, and almost a touchdown per game. He leads the league in air yards with 928. He's fifth in the NFL in air yard share with 43%. So why am I saying to sell high on Cortland Sutton? All of his advanced metrics are good. The elephant in the room here, Johnny for Sutton is Jerry Judy is set to return. And I have some real concern that Sutton can keep up this target share air yard share dominance with Judy back in the lineup. Additionally, Sutton has been very dependent on this volume in his last 23 games. Johnny, he has not had in the games that he has not had at least 10 targets in 18 of those games. He's averaged 12 fantasy points in those matchups. Meanwhile, he's averaged 18 fantasy points in the games that he's had at least 10 targets. So he needs the volume in order to push him into that realm of the top 20, top 15. And I think for me, that's going to be hard to hit with Jerry Judy in the lineup. So go ahead and sell Cortland Sutton if you can now get an RB1 and RB2 in return with a piece maybe with Sutton. And you'd be looking like you could get out of Sutton right at the peak of his value right now, which is kind of where I'm at with him. I do think Sutton's a boss. I don't think he's a not a talented guy. And I do think this could happen, like where Judy comes back and there's injury risk and he doesn't really live up to it. But 
I think more than likely, Judy's a first-round pick. Judy's has has good chemistry. He fits the style better for Teddy Bridgewater than Sutton does as the boundary wide receiver. So I actually think you know that sometimes air yards show us that the connection really isn't is there as strong because what they say is you haven't you know you haven't gotten all these yards in mm-hmm. in air yards so unrealized air yards right so. What we can see maybe is that, um, you know, Jerry Judy stands to be the more efficient wide receiver in this offense. And that could be a concern for somebody like, uh, you know, Cortland Sutton, who's lived so much on the volume. Jerry Judy is definitely a concern. It will be interesting to see. We have seen Teddy B, you know, uh, consistently deliver, you know, multiple fantasy assets for us. So hopefully that continues. But I don't know. He hasn't been looking too great this year. I know. Yeah, there's a world, right, where where the offense takes another step forward through the passing game with Judy back, they could be yeah. more efficient. You know, that could definitely make that point. That's a but great point. I will say that I think more than likely this hinders Sutton just a little bit as far as volume. And we've shown the numbers when he doesn't get those 10 targets, it's kind of a, you know, you, he's dependent on it. So Johnny, yeah, who is your sell high? And if Z is still in this chat, Z is not, not going to be like happy this. with your sell high here. I, I won't he won't be happy with the sell high. He would uh I know he is a, a fan of Patterson. So he he is um on that boat as well. I've seen him on Twitter, you know, tweeting about Patterson. But I'm gonna tell you why you need to go out right now if you have Antonio Gibson and you need to try to get rid of him. Do whatever you can. You wanna try to get out from under him because he is just a ticking time bomb at this point. Why do I say that? Well, because if you look at what he what he's done lately, what have you done for me lately? Right. That's what we're that's the business we're in. Back to back games with less than 42 percent snap share. The game script, uh, when you look at the breakdowns of the the opportunity percentages in which he gets in negative, neutral and positive game script are as follows. 17 percent when it's a negative uh, game script, 26 percent on a neutral uh, game script and then 37 percent on a positive game script, Travis. Their next games coming, this is a schedule leading up until the fantasy playoffs. Denver, then a bye, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Seattle, and then Dallas. They might be in maybe the Denver game. They could potentially be in Carolina. Uh, but other than that, it's looking like a negative game script. And we just, I just told you 17% is what he gets when uh, they are in a negative game script. Then not only that, you've also got, Gibson dealing with the shin injury, which hasn't been talked about a lot, which is why I think you could still get quite a bit back for Gibson right now. But if you look at what Washington's doing right now, Washington, uh, Field Yates tweeted this out yesterday. Washington had uh, brought in to work out Carrion Johnson, Mr. Uh, Knee Brace, Big Travis guy, and Donta Foreman. Now, do I think any of these guys are going to come in and impose and you need to put? No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but they are on, looking dude. at other running backs, which tells me they need to add to the depth there because they know also what's going, what's inevitable. And that is that Antonio Gibson is going to most likely end up this on the end of the season on the IR. And you want to get out from in front of that. The reason oh, I say dude. that is because uh, both David Chow, Dr. David Chow and the fantasy doctors, both great follows on Twitter, as well as they put out content. They have both and they are both um, obviously MDs and, and discuss fantasy uh, injuries. And both of them have come out and said that this is something that you don't heal from it's not it's not something you can play through and it's going to heal itself the what he is now is the best he's going to be and it's only going to get worse from here on out 
And so that so is why he's I'm saying, running. You think he's running at a percentage of his, like he's not 100 percent. Right. He's no. running at that and it's not going to get any better. So right. if he's running at 70 percent, that's the peak of what he could be for this year. And then and you're and you're crossing your fingers every single week, hoping that he does not get severely injured where you put him in your lineup. He's out early and then you're your SOL. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I'm just I would just get out from under it right now. Go and trade him what you could do. Here's a selling point. You could you could be like, hey, even though because most people don't look at the snap percentages when you're trading in most leagues. They're going to look at how many touches did he have? Well, in the last game, he still had 16 touches. So you can still argue, hey. Yeah, I understand he's dealing with this shin injury, but they're still using him. He's not they're not they're they're managing his workload to to get him the rest of the season, but that's not going to it's not likely to happen. Yeah, I like this breakdown. This is something that we could definitely um get a, get ahead of and and try and get out from underneath. So I, I think the advice is is sound here. Um, and backed up with some really good logic. All right, we're going to move on to the cornerback wide receiver showdown matchups. Uh, you know, the part of the show that we like to say, hey, look at these matchups, look at who the wide receivers matched up against and, you know, temper expectations, or this is a point you can attack with your lineups and try and get them in there. Um, my first one, which is a plus matchup is Debo Samuel. And I have to apologize yeah. to Whisper Nation. As I said uh, on this show, I put Debo on this list as a sell high a couple weeks back. He's done nothing but continue to dominate for his team and for FF managers. Hopefully, <clears throat> You got a, a, a nice haul in return. We've had people get DK or Calvin Ridley in return. Oh, I think those are good, glorious, good, good hauls. But Debo has continued continued to do stuff uh, really well. Wide receiver six in PPR, wide receiver seven in standard. No game under ten points in PPR. Johnny, he's got a massive thirty four percent target market share. So all those things we like for this matchup. But then again, this week he gets. He's going to run against Vildor and Johnson of the Bears. These cornerbacks, in fact, all three of the Bears cornerbacks ranked below 60 in PFF cornerback grade. That's not good, Johnny. It's a scale of 100. That's a D. That's not going to do it for you. And so we like what uh, we're seeing for this matchup for Debo Samuel this week, lined up against these really, really crappy corners. So, again, um, getting a D for don't start them. Yeah, like put them on your bench. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so again, Whisper Nation, uh, I would I would be very excited about Debo Samuel in my lineup this week. Not that you needed that extra push, but this is another week where you can roll him out there if you, before uh, you, we don't see the cliff falling off in this one. Also, Khalil Mack announced that he won't be playing in this game either. He's ailing with a foot, so you're, you like your San Francisco uh-huh. 49er playmakers in this one. We see all those in the chat. Eagle Fang, Goat, Andre Silva, Mr. Miyagi, appreciate you. We are going to get to your questions as soon as we get through this segment, but we are finishing this up right now, which means, Johnny, give me a plus matchup at the cornerback wide receiver chart that you really like this week. Big Trav is not going to like this one, uh, but I had to do it for Whisper Nation. Uh, and luckily, like I said, we moved this show uh, from Thursday to Wednesdays. So now I can talk about the Thursday people and Big Travis doesn't get mad at me. Uh, I am I am starting and I'm telling you to go out and start and play A.J. Green this week. If you got a bye week, you need to fill in. If A.J. Green's available on the waiver and you need to play this week, you could do a whole lot worse than A.J. Green. This is a really awesome game that's going to happen on Thursday night between the Packers and the Cardinals. It should be high scoring. Then you look at A.J. Green's matchup against Russell Douglas, who has been just giving up a lot of yards uh, to wide receivers. Then you look at what A.J. Green has done 
uh, you know, in his limited action, he's been producing as a solid wide receiver too for you. And then you look at this matchup. On paper, Packers giving up the ninth fewest receiving yards to wide receivers a season, so being pretty stout there. However, if you dig a little deeper, it gets kind of ugly. You dig deeper and you see that before the Washington game last week, the Packers had actually surrendered 15 out of 15 red area touchdowns. So when teams got in the red area, 100% of the time they were scoring a touchdown until last week against Taylor uh, Taylor Heineke's Washington football team offense. I think that was more so the reason they were uh, as opposed to is Taylor Heineke a good quarterback. The other thing I would just want to mention and throw out, we like to say this on show. Someone mentioned it uh, with Gaskin on Sunday, uh, and I just it, it's just fun. It makes it for a, a fun argument. It's not actually any theory behind it, but don't look now. Every other game, A.J. Green has scored a touchdown in, and your boy didn't score a touchdown last week, so he's going to score a touchdown this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know I, about that. Exo but, yeah. facto, connect the dots. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like I think, without Jair Alexander, um, Kevin King has also been out. Not that Kevin King's the greatest cornerback, uh, but yeah, we have some situations where we had to go get Razul Ra- Douglas. So yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to stick with that game and tell you to temper your expectations on the Packers wide receivers, Johnny, because MVS is going to be back in this game. We got Equinemius St. Brown as well on the outside. They're going to be matched up against Robert Alford and Byron Murphy Jr. And both of those players provide a below average or poor matchup for wide receivers against them. And this is not a good spot for these. Arizona has allowed the 12th fewest yards to opposing wide receivers. Green Bay will be down to MVS and reserve wide receivers. But MVS is coming back from the IR with a soft tissue issue. I got to admit, I'm a big scared here for the pass catchers cardinals for three straight weeks have allowed 14 or fewer fantasy point or 14 or fewer total points to offenses that they've faced i uh i'm just in a situation here where i don't have a lot of faith i think the way the cardinals or the way the packers are going to attack the cardinals is against their pff ranked 30th ranked rush defense they're going to use a lot of aaron jones they're going to want to attack with aaron jones up the middle pass catching aj Dillon as well play ball control keep away from kyler murray and i think that's what they're going to try and do here in this game especially with their wide receivers not available um so i think you could you should actually avoid i know we started the week talking about picking up some of these wide receivers but if it's not Alan Lazard, if it's not Devontae Adams, I really don't want it right now. And I think new information has come in and changed my mind about this. So Whisper Nation, hopefully you won't have to go out and, and, and start any of these guys. You can, you can avoid them. Johnny, your last cornerback uh, wide receiver matchup here is a temper expectation one for your boy, Jacoby! Jacoby! Uh, this hurts. This one hurts a little bit. Uh, I feel for the guy. Everything, and watch, this is going to be the week when he scores a touchdown because I'm saying this, but... Here's the reality. Uh, Jacoby, normally, and especially in PPR, he's been very solid for you. However, this week, he gets the Chargers. We talked about them just prior to then, uh, a little earlier in the show uh, when we were talking about a, a wide receiver upcoming matchup. LA Chargers, second fewest fantasy points, two wide receivers this season. Very difficult matchup. And then you're looking at they've only allowed three touchdowns to opposing wide receivers this season, Travis. Uh, that is the LA Chargers. Jacoby, my poor boy, Jacoby, couldn't catch a tutty 
if it fell from the sky and hit him on the head at this point, this is how sad it's gotten. Realize this, okay? Last two years, Travis, he Jacoby's had 100 receptions for over 1,000 yards. Almost almost 1,100 yards. Actually, no, uh, over 1,100 yards. Excuse me. 800 or 100 receptions over 1,100 yards receiving. And yet, he has yet to score a touchdown. The average in the NFL for a touchdown for a wide receiver is 150 yards. Every 150 yards on average, a wide receiver will score a touchdown in the NFL. Jacoby's at 1,100 yards and has not scored a touchdown. This is unbelievable. It's like, it's almost like ridiculously funny that he hasn't been able to get in now uh, to, at this point. But like I said, very difficult matchup this week. So I'm getting him out of my lineups, even though he's been very consistent, been very solid, especially in a PPR. I'm just benching him this week and watch. He's going to finally score a touchdown. We're all going to have him on his bench, on our bench. But it is what it is. Temper your expectations on that matchup. Well, that does it for this part of the show where we're going to be talking about all these different quarterback wide receiver matchups. We gave you the trade for trade away advice. Johnny, show the people what they can win if they go over to patreon.com oh, forward slash the fantasy whispers this month. We're giving away a signed Damian Harris jersey. So get oh, you yeah. some. Go over Look to patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers and get in. All you got to do is subscribe at the $5 level. You could win that jersey at the end of this month when we're giving it away. $10. $10 level. $10. $5 level gives you. $10 level. Still a great deal to get a jersey. And we give away sports card packs as well, which come with great cards in there. Uh, So make sure you also get bonus content. You get bonus content, extra weekly shows. You get a a Discord uh, invite to private channels, which we're also upgrading, by the way. We got. We got some deets coming on that soon, but lots of stuff you get over at the patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers five and $10 levels get you a lot of stuff. So you want to help support channel want to help keep getting out awesome fantasy football content. Please help us out and go over to the fantasy whispers Patreon page. All right, it's time to get into this Q&A. These questions, these sit start stuff. Let's get into it. Johnny here. Mr. Miyagi says, okay, I'm three and four and I need a win. Quarterbacks Wentz and Tannehill, Teddy B, Darnold, and Jameis Winston are free agents. I love Wentz this week. I think he is in a great yes. spot. He's at a better floor than Tannehill uh, and a lot of those guys that are free agents there for you. And now he's getting Tennessee, who is a top five, top ten matchup for the quarterback this week. Love it. Says wide receivers are Ridley, Lamb, Deontay Johnson, running backs Swift and Eckler. Flex, start one. Tony, A-Rob, Herbert, Alex Collins, and Gaskin. Um, oh, I'm not pulling Herbert off. I think of my Khalil lineup. Herbert is the flex. Yeah. Defense, Arizona Defense or Pittsburgh. Stud. Um, I think I trust Pittsburgh a little more, but then again, Arizona has been the number one defense. So you may want to keep him in your lineup there. I go Arizona. What's up, Jay? Says, What's up, what's up Jay? guys? Harry Wolf says Ridley or DK rest of season PPR, Johnny. DK. I do think Ridley will get better, but not. He's not going to touch DK this year. I I don't know, man, with with uh, Gino there. And Why PPR. are you scared of Gino? He loves DK. Yeah, he DK had one, had a, one he of had his one, best games of the season. Yeah, he had one play. Hey, uh, one play is that, all that you need. Uh, <clears throat> I landed Wentz Herbert on at Pittsburgh defense. Yeah, I think that's Wentz is a good play this week. Yeah. Oh, Herbert was Herbert available and Pittsburgh on your defense. Once again, Z was in here. Eagle Fang saying, what's up, guys? 
Henry, Harry Wolf's. Oh, he asked that one already. Uh, Z saying he's making a comeback in the in the listener league, going on a tear. Yep, he oh, has been able. Go. Last time I was two and five was in 2013. Ooh, Ooh. so he's been a minute. Uh, yeah, he realized you know? Whisper Nation is no no joke, no walk in the park. Whisper Nation showing out in our listener league. We are. We are also, we're three and four in that. Mr. Miyagi letting everybody know karate practices tonight at 8 p.m. Bring the Coors. Yeah. Coors banquet, banquet you got mm-hmm. it, says Eagle Fang. Are you a Coors Mr. banquet Miyagi or, says, just a, or, or the Rocky Mountain Blues? Uh, I like, uh, is there I a big, both. Real talk, really... is there a big difference in the, yeah. In the oh yeah, you there can is? tell that, yeah, you can tell that light is, is light. I'm not a big Coors light fan if you can't tell. I'm not a good, big light beer fan in general. <laughs> But I'll drink it when we're but playing. He, beer he, but he loves some natty ice. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Z says, is 1030 a.m. too early for a double cheeseburger and a vanilla shake? Nope. And Zare, our boy Miyagi says, never. never. Never too early. Jets are garbage, says Eagle Fang. Yep, that is true. Yeah, except for uh, their approves. Corners, it's 213 are... in Okinawa, so you are good. <laughs> there you go, dude. Mr. Miyagi asked Tony or Higgins. We answered that one. Uh, Jay says Samaje P Ryan Bengals or Jamal Williams for the Lions. I actually like P Ryan over Jamal this week. P Ryan in a boat race spot for the Jets. The Jets just gave up Johnny five touchdowns to three different pa- Patriot uh, running backs. So I actually like P Ryan's ability to get in the end zone here. Yeah. Eagle Fang saying sprains are worse than breaks in, in regards to AB's situation. Continue yeah, to monitor that one monitor more that. on Friday. Don't like that at all. AB saying that it could be even after the buy, or uh, BA saying it could be after their week 10 buy. So continue to monitor yeah. that. Let's hope that's the best case scenario at this point. What, that's what should I do for. with Higgins? And Mr. Miyagi says that hold Higgins was the advice earlier in the show. Yep. Again, yes. he is yep. a buy low for us. How are we feeling about LaVisca Chenault? I am concerned about LaVisca, to be honest with you. Uh, I, he's moved over to the DJ Chark role. I was really excited initially, but he's just not seeing the... We thought he would get an uptick in targets. That's not what's happening. Uh, his targets have actually transferred to Jamal Agnew, uh, which we've uh, talked about on our show as a low, uh, you know, a sneaky snart uh, this week and moving forward on waiver wires if you're in a deeper league. Um I love his talent. Absolutely love the talent. He's going to have games. It's just really hard to predict because he's running the routes that DJ Chark was running, which are the good routes to have, right? Like there's the down the field, they'll push it. They'll go, they'll target him, you know, seven to eight times a game. But how many is he coming down with? There there are a lot and it's going to be inconsistent there. So he's going to be more of a matchup play for me. Um. For sure. Did they mention anything about starting T. Higgins this week? It would depend on who you have, Goat. Um, we'd have to see. Uh, it's hard for yeah. us to say, but he is in a good spot this week against the Jets. Even though it looks like a bad matchup on paper, their implied total is really high. So yep. it's a team that's probably going to score a good amount of points against the and, Jets. And you can always join us Sunday mornings. We go live 90 minutes before uh, kickoff, and we and we can, you can ask all your sit-start lineup questions there. We'll give you all the up-to-date information. A.J. Brown or Calvin Ridley, rest of season half-point PPR. Give me A.J. Brown, man. He is yeah. looking like healthy as ever right now. Oh, man, he looks good. Mr. He's Miyagi, a- should you trade Aaron, Allen Robinson for Renfro? I would try to get more than Renfro back, but Robinson's Ow. basically a drop 
candidate at this point. How bad is that, dude? Yeah. We're asking if we should draw or trade a Rob for try and sell that name value a little bit more if you can. If not, yeah. I understand wanting to get Oof. out of it. Times are tough. Uh, Tamian Bashkarov. I hope I didn't mess that up. Absolutely. I get Dalvin Cook, Deontay Johnson, Ridley, and Monty. I give Jefferson Henderson and one more options are Jacobs, Barkley, Javante, and AB. You'd get Dalvin Cook, Deontay Johnson, Ridley, and Montgomery to give up Jefferson and Henderson. And hopefully you'd be able to give up like a Javante or even AB right here. Yeah, I would go. I would try like a I would try AB. Yeah, if you can give away AB even with this news, Tamian, go do that. But uh, my second one would be Javante. Keep Barkley and Jacobs right now. I think they're in better spots than Javante just because Melvin Gordon's it's a been pretty good trade. Both yeah. sides, uh, I like good trade. Both sides. Goat says choose two of my of my wide receiver two and flex options: Shepard, Higgins, Slayton. Oh, so this is Goat getting back to us here: Shepard, Higgins, Slayton, or Dearness Johnson. Uh, roll with Slayton and Higgins here. Because mm-hmm. Dearness, obviously, Chubb coming back, and Shepard might not play. He's going to be probably out here. So I like those two. At least yeah. you'll know if Shepard does go, I'd be interested in playing Shepard just because of volume. But if he doesn't go, you'll have Slayton there, and I think that's a good start. Yeah, I like that. Uh, let's see. Callaway or A.J. Dillon this week? Half-point PPR, Johnny. Oh, uh, I want to say Callaway, but, um, you know, and I think Dylan's certain... a good answer here because of the weapons that are decreased here in the in the Packers offense. You can say we... about the fumble issues. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Well, yeah, but I think it's not going to matter because they need they need playmakers this week. True. So because they need to attack Arizona in the way that they're the weakest, which is the run defense. I think that they're going to play ball control. And they're going to continue to run the zone read scheme and play A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones quite a bit here. Um, I think that would be who I would go. And, and Callaway is non-existent. You just can't trust like, him, man. Yeah, he's non-existent. He doesn't like he's even getting, exist. He's getting he literally, the targets. Like, is Callaway even on the team? We don't know. Oh, I mean, he's getting targets, but just Jameis doesn't target him enough. Like, it, I, just, I wouldn't trust it. A.J. Yeah. Brown, Ridley, Daryl Henderson. I don't know if that's Daryl Williams. For Eckler and Deontay Johnson, which side, which D Williams is this? Yeah, is it going to be Daryl or Daryl? Yeah, I think it's going to be Daryl. AJ Brown, Ridley, Daryl Henderson, and Daryl Williams for Eckler and Deontay Johnson. Which side do you like better? And Rodgers or Cousins this week? I like the so I like the AJ Brown, Ridley, Daryl Henderson side much better. You have a lot of a lot of players there uh, for not a ton back in return. And this week, I think I would go Cousins, Johnny. it's a sad day, but I'm a little bit scared of Rodgers with net, without the weapons against an Arizona defense that's been really, really good at attacking the quarterback. Uh, yeah. And again, I think this will be an Aaron Jones game. If the Packers win, I think it will be through Aaron Jones in the running game. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Chandler Jones is back uh, for this game. He's Ooh, is he out? Two. Well, he's missed the last two with COVID. Oh, so. yeah, dude. But Stay out, Chandler. I mean, it, it hasn't slowed us down. Oh, it's uh, going to slow you down, dude. My boy, my boy, Marcus. We get Golden. Bakhtiari back this week, so that's good. Yeah, um, Bakhtiari is going to be a big, uh, big upgrade. For so you guys. we'll see. Hopefully, the, these Packers can can muster a shock the world win here. Nobody expects us to win. Uh, nobody in the world expects us to win. So we're going to go out there and just get what we can do and 
Connor's saying it's PPR. I do think it's like, it's still fine. Like, I don't think it's a terrible trade if you're giving away Eckler and Deontay. Uh, But Daryl Henderson is the piece here that can like on a week to week basis, like he's not going to be as consistent as Eckler. But right. he has Eckler ceiling on a week-to-week basis, so and I don't. We really still know. have no indication when Ceh is going to be back, so uh, it could be a couple more weeks still for Daryl, the Daryl show. So, uh, Mr- I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that that trade. Mister Miyagi says, "Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Four and four coming by, coming my way. Yeah, yes, let's gotta, get it. Thank you to the rest of Whisper Nation who joined us today for the show. If you want more fresh fantasy football content, make sure." You're subscribed over on YouTube and you turn the notifications on as well as check in with us tomorrow. We'll be doing the Thursday night preview show. We'll be talking all about that for Johnny Game Time Hicks. I'm Big Travi. We're the Fancy Whispers. We're out. Peace. Peace. Right here. Congratulations on making it to the end of the video. If you still have a lot to say about fantasy football, maybe you want to give Johnny a little bit of crap for his take today, then go on over to our Discord channel and join the conversation there. Click the link in the description below. And if you still want more content, check out one of these videos. Homie, don't you hear the whispers?